welcome to ESC Pulse, the podcast that beats into a lot of Eurovision. My name's Kylie, hello, hi, and I would have to reassure you that, don't worry, you won't be hearing any crap broccoli jokes this episode. Anna's always joining me. You can wiggle, 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 wiggle you. John. Okay, so hello and welcome to the fifth and final episode of our Eurovision 2021 review. Oh, I can't believe we're almost there. And uh, is, it, is it Christmas Day yet? <laughs> we're nearly there, nearly there. I, I Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our special guest for this episode is uh, a frequent guest on this podcast. It's the host of the Eurovision Showcase and um as of currently uh a council candidate for the liberal democrats in Ferrum, i believe it is it's kieran everybody <laughs> yes yes it's me carly yes i'm standing for a local councillor in Ferrum north so because of ofcom rules i can't technically host the eurovision showcase at the moment so um I've dragged my husband Rob into the studio to host it up until, uh, well, next week, really. And then I'll be back on the 9th of May on the following Sunday. So, yeah, that's where life is very exciting for me at the moment. <laughs> Ooh. Bon, bon yeah. chance. Merci. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> oh, they're so cool. Yeah. Okay, so um, Kieran, uh, what do you think of this year in general in terms of uh, song quality? Oh, now where do I start? I do think that uh, everybody um, has risen their game. Um, And if they've not, and, and well, I say the majority have risen their game from last year. Um, most countries have done. Some of them have um, gone in a completely different way, which I think is probably for the better on most parts. But on some parts, um, not so much. But I'm just so excited for having Eurovision again. It's been two years in the making. I can't believe it. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's been so bizarre. But I got. I, I just... The crop of songs that we've got, I find it. I found it very difficult to do my rankings for uh, this whole year. Um, but uh, as uh, you guys have quite rightly mentioned uh, throughout these episodes of previewing uh, the 2021 entries, uh, it's been very difficult to try and, uh, and and create a top 39 because. There's so many good ones, and even in the in the low thirties, or I'd say the high thirties, like into thirty five, thirty six, all the way to thirty nine. I think some of them I would have quite happily put into my low teens, maybe. So, yeah, I'm really happy with this year. Yeah. Good. And uh, what do we guys think about um, uh, the big five and the host this year? Because that's what we'll be reviewing this episode, of course. So, um, what do we? think uh do you think they're going to add some quality to the final i think there's um i think there's some quite interesting songs i don't think any of these six countries have sent a bad song uh, it'll be interesting to see how they fare hmm. 
I quite agree, Kylie. Uh, I think all six have have sent a, re- a, a a a good crop of songs. Actually, there there's a there's nothing here that really embarrasses any country here at all. Um, they've really put their stamp on their their um, on what they want to intend to bring to the stage in Rotterdam, and. Uh, you know looking at looking at it in a in a broad scale i think there's a lot there that can excite us um and to intrigue us um and make us interested um as we watch the the performances on stage um and uh listening to them uh with our ear holes of course (laughs) (laughs) what about you john well i really love two of them i'm kind of indifferent to the other four spoiler alert Oh, okay. But, ooh. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike any of them. They're all, as you say, they're they're a nice bunch of songs. Okay, so um, that'll be interesting uh, discussion today then. And uh, one last thing, Kieran, um, is your yeah. is your number one? If you have one at the moment, if is your number one in this episode? Because if not, we can just uh, give you a minute for you to talk about what you think about it. <laughs> of course um no my number one isn't in this okay. uh in this one no so um so basically i i've been to and throwing between my top one and my top two so uh currently my number one is lithuania yeah, discotheque. Again, I like you guys have been saying for the last couple of weeks. I, I'm shocked at how low it is in the in in the betting odds. I think people have completely written this off um, for some ungodly reason. I really don't understand it. But ever yeah. since I heard discotheque, I was just loving it, love, love, loving it. And boy, girl, do they slay! And then, <laughs> and then. Then uh, the other song, um, which is very, very close behind and keeps uh, flipping and flopping with me, <laughs> is the Danish entry, Fleur and Flum. Ooh. Yes. I love all of this para hinderen. I think it's just right up my streets. I am a sucker for 80s retro pop. And just like uh, Dimitri said last night, last week, um, it is just so much full of fun. It's full of fun. It's catchy. Even if you don't know Danish, it's it's uh, it's really catchy. And I would be shocked <coughs> if our resident Danish sort of like Eurovision disliker uh, Anne will um, dislike this entry. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, well, honey, you've got a song coming. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> but it does definitely <laughs> harper back to the old 80s of uh, Dansk Melody Grand Prix with uh, Hot Eyes, Lisa Arvik and um, etc. You know, and, and Glee Johansson. Oh, those were the days. We have to care. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were good. They were good. Yeah. Okay, so for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, I don't know why, considering that it's episode 5 out of 5, this is how (laughs) how things are going to go. We're going to go through all six of these songs um, 
One by one, we'll play clips of them, and then we're going to discuss what we like or don't like about them, and then we're going to each give them a score between 0 and 5. 0 for the worst, and 5 for the best. And the public also gives a score between 0 and 5, which is calculated through the median of all the excuse me all the scores sent in through our google docs uh, form so that will give a potential score of 20 that um these songs will be aspiring to get and uh, at the end of this episode actually we'll be review revealing what songs came top and bottom we'll be re- we'll be covering Uh-oh. the bottom three oh. and the top 10 <laughs> according <gasps> to our scores it's going to be so exciting. <laughs> okay. Nerve-wracking as well. <laughs> okay, so let's get on with this. So, first of all... France. La France. We're going to go to France. This is Barbara Pravi with Voila, which means here it is. Well, um, now there is no doubt in my mind that um, the French national final this year was one of the most entertaining and one of the best shows of the Eurovision season this year. Um, Eurovision France, c'est que vous décidez, que décidez. Oh, merci. And it was just brilliant. I love the hosts. Um, I thought they were really sweet. And uh, I just found it hilarious that um, Marie Miriam and uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier were, uh, gave their big 12 points to Pony X, which uh, <laughs> I, that as the, bo- the both of them were the oldest jur- jurors, that they gave, t- gave their top marks to that. I was like, <laughs> that makes no sense. Not to me, anyway. Uh, but um, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Uh, but it was, I mean, just all of the songs were so so good, and even the ones that were eliminated in uh, to not make it to the semi super final. Um, just to name, uh, Philippian with uh, Bananon was one of my favourites, and but Barbara Pravi, oh voila, it's c'est magnifique. It's beautiful, it's wonderful, it's typically French, which obviously, as soon as you hear it, it is French. It is majestical, it is theatrical, and uh, it is just simply wonderful. Interestingly enough, one of the selected um, songwriters is Igit, who was in the first ever Destination Eurovision um, with uh, Lisboa, Jerusalem. Oh yeah. Which I thought, yeah, he's one of the songwriters. So it almost sounds a little bit like uh, Lisboa, Jerusalem, which of course was quite funny and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, so it's almost in the similar vein as what he sent to the National Fire in 2018. Um, but this, um, this is my number three of the year. Um, 
I do think this stands as a very good chance of winning the contest. I think it's going to be very close, obviously, because um, there's no real runaway winner, I don't think, this year, which is going to make it all much more exciting for all of us and, um, and nerve-wracking at the same time. But I think France have probably got one of the uh, greatest chances of winning the Eurovision Song Contest since 2002, I'd say, with this song. Yeah, I pretty much agree with you. And um, it's quite funny because, um, you know, I've mentioned a couple of times during this, um, the past few episodes, that um, uh, some of the opinions of my friends within the Eurovision betting circles are being quite annoying because it seems like at least once a week they go on a multi, um, multi tweet tirade about oh france is so obviously not winning they never get a good televote no 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 and i'm like well <laughs> well if if that was the whole televote historical televote thing was true then you know portugal would never have w come close to winning in 2017 and uh, you know various uh, other, uh, and you know austria as well and stuff like that and it's just uh, your vision yeah. doesn't work like that you dummies i mean Oh, sorry, I shouldn't. I shouldn't throw out insults, but oh, it's just those people are just being incredibly insufferable. But anyway, um, <coughs> I wouldn't personally have this as a big front runner, but like maybe to like top of the B list for me. Like I do definitely can see a scenario where this could win, and. Um, I see a lot of people comparing this with Switzerland. Like, people kind of go, oh, which song is going to do better? Is it going to be Switzerland or is it going to be France? And it's quite interesting because, um, personally, I think Switzerland's the better song, but France has the better performer because, like, her performance in the national final was just, like, like she's oh. just got such great passion and authenticity and stage presence as well is just she performs the pants off of this song and oh. um well because partly because the song is about her like it's like it's kind of like a song where she's kind of demanding like please don't ignore me i am worthy of something like kind of thing and um yeah it's just a it's just a song that demands your attention and of course like at the end it it does it speeds up and it is just like it's just a really um great twist to, to the song to make it not static and it's just yeah i, I rate this quite a lot <laughs> um, i don't know what else to say um i think i'll but i'll stop it there in case i steal some steal some words out of john's mouth so um go ahead john <laughs> well of, co of course um barbara pravi and uh, igit wrote uh, bim bam boom la la e vroom. and they also wrote oh. um la 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 <laughs> <laughs> i love that la 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 i love that so they've got oh. so they've got eurovision winning um pedigree um, French, um, the French entries in recent years, they've all kind of built up a big buzz around them. But I think this one is the biggest buzz yet. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm 
just really waiting to see what happens if they do win and uh, France Television have to host two Eurovision Song Contests in one year. <laughs> what, do they, what do they do then? Mm, the great, the, <laughs> that would be the greatest decision, uh, in, most interesting decision. Where will they do it? Where will they host it? How will they host it? What, what would the pandemic look like at that time? France mm. Television, c'est vous qui décidez. This does have great potential. Um, the staging in the national final was ready to go for Eurovision, but apparently they're, cha- they're changing it up a little bit. I hope yeah. it's going to be. I hope it's going to be for the for the better. Yeah, they said that it was. Um, they they they're trying to capture the energy of the song more. So, you know, okay. maybe that's a good thing. I don't know what exactly what that means, but. <laughs> Me neither. But I I would like to see minimum top five for this. Um, I think anything less would be a disappointment for, for me, at least. I'm with you on that, John. Definitely, because I feel like they've um, they've really picked such a competitive song with this, mm. um, and I feel like the French know that they've got a competitive uh, song with this, a, a competitive performance. It stands out. It's strong. I I I would feel the same. Like anything less than a top five would be uh, quite quite a bit of a kick in the teeth for them yeah because they've had they've had some favorites in the last few years but as as you said that it's usually the televote that lets them down and they end up not doing as well as we'd hoped um this year i hope that um changes fingers crossed we (laughs) we (laughs) um okay so anything else on france before we give it a score No merci. Pardon. Okay. Um, uh, j'ai donné la France uh, quatre points. Uh, that's four points. Um, you're learning French, Kieran, so how did I go with that? Ah, très bon, oui. Ah, <laughs> merci. <Très> bon. Oui. <laughs> uh, Jean? Cinq. Ah, très bien. Um, uh, je veux... Uh, ah, cinq points pour la France. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the public <laughs> gives it cinq points. It's a full five points. <laughs> ah, très bien, la France. Très bien. C'est félicitations. <laughs> I, f- I, la... I feel quite bad now because I prevented that from getting a perfect score, but I can't change it now. <laughs> Sorry. Kylie, oh, it's all right. Kylie, <laughs> uh, The only reason I didn't give it a five was because it's not in my top five, and I gave every song in my top five. What well, will give every song in my top five a five points? So, oh, so I, I don't want to get get too generous with the fives. I'm trying, <laughs> trying to be a little bit strict Thank with you. my scoring. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so um, next up. Germany. L'Allemagne. 
This is Yendrick with I Don't Feel Hate. Cause I don't feel hate, I just feel sorry. If you're so very clever whenever you find another way to wear me down. But I don't feel hate, I just feel sorry. So you can wiggle back to me, the thing that it'll never wiggle back to you. Cause I don't feel hate. thing I should say is that maybe we should consider the fact that that's how you write a song was more influential than we first thought. (laughs) In in what respect, I pray ask? Uh, It's just, it's just that, it's just like, I feel like both songs are trying to be like, like children's TV songs, I feel like. Um, And they've got that same kind of chaotic energy kind of thing. Um, That's the pie energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, I remember when this song first came out and everyone was like, WTF, what the hell is Germany doing? And I, I did not know what to make of it when I first heard it. I was just kind of like, this is really weird. I'm not sure what to make of it. And it's the damn chorus is stuck in my head. What the hell is going on? So, um, yeah, in a weird way, I kind of admired the cojones for Germany to go for something a bit risky because I know we've been complaining for quite a while that Germany's been playing it too safe, sending songs that are way too generic and do nothing on the scoreboards. And this is like the opposite of that. And so I kind of admired them for that. Sorry, for that. And um, I'm pretty sure that they're aiming for the TikTok crowd because, you know, Yendrik came from TikTok. So uh, uh, so I think this is definitely a song that's going to appeal to the younger ki- younger people more than people our age and up. So, um... How dare you? <laughs> sorry. Um, and um, I did... We are see- young. And uh, I did see, like, a performance of him doing this song on Juden TV, and um, he's got really good stage presence, and um, and um, <laughs> the the peace sign emoji was very cute as well. So, and, um, so I think I think this is actually going to be good on stage. I think um, how this is going to do in a contest, I have no flipping idea. Um, some people have been saying that this could be last, which I have to slap them around the head because, yeah, I mean, this is a bit of a Marmite song, but songs like this usually don't finish last in the final. It's usually some forgettable, mediocre song or so- that pe- everyone forgets that finishes last. So, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. It- it's It's... Definitely a very Marmite entry, but I have a weird kind of appreciation for what Germany are trying to do here. So, who wants to follow that up? <laughs> well, Kylie, I I um I really do agree with you actually on almost everything that you have mentioned. Okay. Yeah, I do because um, Germany, whenever they've sent something 
completely off the wall. It's generally stuck in the on the scoreboard at quite a high place. I mean, you've only got to think about of what I had to do to da, for example. <laughs> um, then you know, let's get happy and let's get gay and let's be gay um, <laughs> with Lou. Um, and then also, obviously, a Gildor Horn and Gildor Hatoishlieb. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a performance! <laughs> I need to watch that probably after after this recording. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and mark out but honestly i i do think that probably that is going to happen with this and maybe it might be a top 10 Ooh. uh i do i i do because i feel like it's just gonna get the fun cheesy happy vote and the casual eurovision fan is gonna eat this up now this is rob's last place of the whole year oof uh, it is the, literally right at the bottom of the 39. Um, and for me, it is sort of hanging around down there too, though I completely see a path of this, you know, being in the lower bottom, uh, lower top 10, I'd say. I really do. Um, but for me, you know, it's it, I do switch over from this. I, I can't really enjoy it i can't enjoy it yet and i know you know in a year or two this will be something which i will sing along to and i'll enjoy it uh i will that always happens with every eurovision song with me eventually i learn to love it and forever what it is but uh, <laughs> like lost and forgotten from russia in 2010 i just hated it at the time but now i adore it <laughs> but, well done <laughs> Yeah, you saw the light. Yeah, I saw the light, John. I did, I did. I did. <laughs> so I almost feel like this is going to be sort of the same type of ilk as well, because uh, Lost and Forgotten got to what twelfth, uh, I think, tenth, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So I think almost this is going to happen with Germany. So God bless Germany for doing something different, because we knew with the with sisters it wasn't going to work, um, and hence why the place it did um i think with ben last year if that if the contest went forward i think you know he would have done a, a quite a good competent pos position as well for germany yeah. and this year Henrik, yeah, i think it's gonna be fine john what about you yeah fair play to germany for, for taking a risk um well i love i love a good ukulele um <laughs> and yeah, this this song is quite nice. Um, it does it does go through some quite jarring changes in in mood though. Um, you know, the bit where it all goes kind of haywire and everyone gets a, a pie in their face. Um, that, <laughs> it, 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 it sounds probably sounds nothing like it, but that bit reminds me of the theme tune to Funhouse. Remember that show? Fun house. Oh, Fun house. Oh, I wanted to be on that show when I was a kid. <laughs> a crazy little oh. show where anything goes. Fun house. It's a whole lot of fun. Prizes <laughs> to be won. <laughs> Long Sorry, live John. Pat Sharp. Um... Yes, and the mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stopped dancing yet. Sorry. That's <laughs> you remember that? 
Yeah. Oh, I remember how he was definitely singing on that on that track. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> that was the top of the pops, wasn't it? About a year ago, wasn't it? Because we're on the nineties at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, they were sort of yeah. eighty nine, ninety, weren't they? Yeah, yeah that's very, right. very well yeah. lip synced, guys. Um... <laughs> oh, I'd love a lip sync to see that. Oh my god. <laughs> Series three, make it happen, and the UK edition of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, 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 Queen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm not totally feeling the song, but I'm ro- really rooting for the artist. That's um, fair enough. Because because he reminds me of a friend of mine. I think. Oh. <laughs> and uh, he seems like a top person yeah he definitely yeah, gives me chaotic good vibes <laughs> yeah oh okay anything else on germany before we give it a score no nine nine, nine. okay yeah. so um i apologize for my crappy german um ich gebe deutschland drei punkte that's three points uh, das ist nur ein zwei, um, schade. Two, two points. Two. Oh, two. okay, <laughs> okay. And Karen. Oh, ich liebe. Oh God. Um, <laughs> einen Punkt. <laughs> One point. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the public give it a two out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's too decisive for me to give it any love. But like John and like you said, Golly, I just I completely respect Jenrik, Jen and I think he's gonna he's gonna do well anyway, regardless of what I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Okay, so next up, Italy. Italy. This is Mona Skin with City e Buoni, which means nice and quiet. So um, this is my number two of the year. Uh, this is Ooh. absolutely brilliant. And honestly, I think this is a contender to win. Uh, I really do. Um, it's just um, it's just such an impactful song while also being um, like well written and everything. And they've got a memorable look and everything and they perform really amazing live as you can if you can remember from San Remo and um yeah I I, I, I'm struggling to put into words uh, like how how amazing this is like obviously there's quite comparisons between this and Finland because they're two big rock songs this year but like well you know um, Finland comes across to me at least as pretty try hard uh, trying to be 
trying to be edgy and cool. Like, these guys don't even need to try. They just are edgy and cool. <laughs> you know, it's just... And, um... Yeah, it's a, it, it's kind of weird because it's it's um obviously like a seventies hard rock sound, but it's not in a but it's not derivative at all. It feels like a very fresh take on an old sound, which is quite quite exciting in this current music climate. And um, you know, if Manisha from Russia gets the prize for coolest woman in this year's lineup then the bassist for Morniskin comes a very close second because um let she clearly like she's the one who put the band together and i believe she composes most of the music and she knows her stuff about uh classic rock music and she's only like 21 or something like that which is insane so and yeah, I want to be her best friend, and, um, and uh, also, also want the band to give me like styling tips and stuff. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so um, yeah, um, yeah, I, this is awesome. So, like I, I said last year, that I think Italy will win at some point in the twenty twenties, and maybe this could be it. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see what happens. So, yeah, I'm done now. Who's next? John, do you want to go next? I'll go on then. Um, I, yeah, I have nothing but respect for for this for this band. Um, this song comes in and out of favour with me a, li- a little bit, depending on what mood I'm in. But um, I do I do really love the um, you know the down and dirty guitar riffs um, in the song. Um, it's not the song I would have picked from Sandra Moore, but I'm really glad that that they're here that they're um, going to get to do their thing in front of up to 200 million um, viewers. Um, I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> um, yeah, def- definitely the, the the best rock song of the year. Yeah, and I'm with John, really. Um, okay. It is the best. Yeah, it really is the best song of the... Our, our best song, rock song of the year. So... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and um, I I think it's uh, got a good chance, as you quite rightly mentioned, Kylie. Uh, I think it's got a lot going for us. It's got such good stage presence. There's good identity. They're genuinely, like, very charismatic. Uh, they come across very well on the camera. And that performance at San Remo that they had, uh, well, all of the ones that they had, I mean, my goodness me, they tore the roof off. <laughs> uh, you know, my again, my personal, my personal choice. I probably in San Remo, I wouldn't have picked uh, Maniskian, but uh, I, I do really appreciate this song. I think it's one of Italy's. Uh, uh, well, they really just have been bringing it almost every single year since they've returned to 2011, and uh, this is no exception. Um, you know, I I do wonder if it's going to be able to get into the top five. I think there is a possibility for it. Um, and certainly if it manages to to get that uh, that strong reaction that they had at San Remo. And obviously, when we looked at the uh, the streaming numbers on uh, on Spotify that they've been having. My goodness me. <laughs> if that. 
if that translates to right across Europe, which, you know, it could possibly be. I think Italian, the Italian language is, is one of those songs, it was one of those languages that in song translates really well wherever you are around the world. I know, I, I mean, my mum is, uh, she's not a big Eurovision fan, but she's always watched it every single year without fail. And thanks to her and my dad, it was one of the things that, that drove me to be a huge Eurovision fan. And my mum, you know, my mum's favourite Eurovision song ever is uh, Insieme uh, from Toto Cotugno. Oh, she, oh yeah, yes. Yeah, really. She loves that song. And she said... Basically, it's the Italian language. She loves it, absolutely loves it. Um, and of course, they used to um, they they lived there for two years uh, before I was born, uh, when Dad was in the uh, navy, uh, but uh, uh, based in Capri. But um, anyways, I digress. I think the song is really, really going to do well for Italy, and uh, I wish it the best. I really do. I really like it. Okay. So, anything um, else? Oh, sorry. Go on. Sorry, I was just going to say, Italy always surprised. You know, in years when people aren't talking about them so much as one of the big favourites, they they still often surprise with big voting numbers. Yes, especially um, like Erno Mentar and uh, Francesco in yeah. um, twenty eighteen. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Really, no. we all slept. I I certainly slept upon it in in Lisbon, and we were like, oh. Wow, okay. Yeah, I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um let's give Italy a score. So uh oh sorry. I'm I'm just learning it I've been learning Italian for for a year and I'm hoping I don't mess this up, but I've already did. Never mind. Um Dorcique Punti all'Italia, that's five points. solo tre punti, sorry. Okay, that's a three. Um, it would be oh my gosh, what is it in Italian? Oh, quattro punti. Okay, that's a four. Quattro formaggi. <laughs> four cheeses. Cheesy. Okay, and the public give it the full five points. <laughs> oh, good for them! Yay! I tell you what, though. I, I'm I'm kind of waiting to for all the commentators to get their name wrong. <laughs> I know, because they're not, they're going to try and pronounce that in Ital in an Italian accent, aren't they? Not the Danish yeah, accent. Yeah, <laughs> even the Italians didn't get the name right. Maniskin. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm, ex I'm expecting ours to call them Mainskin. Yeah. Oh come on, Graham, sort it out, please. Research. Oh, oh boy! Okay, we'll <laughs> okay. So um, <laughs> so we're halfway through these six songs. So next up, Spain, l'Espagne. This is Blas Canto with "Voy a quedarme," which means "I will stay." Voy a quedarme, prometo quererte más que Voy a besarte muy lento como la Okay. 
I think this is a this is uh, an entry again in this year's Eurovision Song Contest where I think people are sleeping on. Mm. I uh, I think Balathkanto's uh, performances of this have been spectacular, really. Yeah. If they manage, to, I think if they if he manages to re- replicate what he did at his own in inverted commas national final, <laughs> which was, you know baffling and pointless almost to say the least um even though it's always lovely to see Blas Cantor, good looking lad of course <laughs> and um no and obviously getting to see um Pastor Serrera oh my goodness me that was amazing and the duet that they had on that national final was worth I think the three and a half hours that it was <laughs> but, I really do. Um, me and Rob loved watching that. But anyways, digress. The song is beautiful. Uh, he's just recently released a, a acoustic English version of this, which is really lovely too. But of course, the Spanish version is just much more beautiful. And uh, it's nice to see Spain doing another ballad because I think Spain always generally do best when they do a ballad because sadly the up-tempo songs that they send don't seem to be connecting, certainly in recent years, which is, I feel like, a sad shame with Mickey um, in particular and uh, and Barre. But I think with this, I think they could do well, and I just hope that the juries will accept this and enjoy it and vote for it. Um, I worry about the televotes that they can get here, but and I don't think they can wholly rely on Portugal these days for a few points. But I I just I have a feeling that this is gonna surprise a lot of people. I really do. Um and I think if anybody can pull it off, I think Blat Cantor can do it. Um and and give Spain another a respectable result which they really haven't had for a little while, which is quite a sad shame. Yeah, it's funny that you mention that because I feel like um, most people's impression of Spain is like up-tempo music and yet it's the, they do better with the ballads in recent years, it seems. That was kind of weird. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm not... Um, I'm not crazy about the song, but I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's a really nice ballad and um, I definitely do think people are being a little bit overly dismissive of it. I mean, you know, it's a really nice song and um, he sings very well, as you mentioned. And um, yeah, I do worry about the telephone, but then again, the song is about his um, his, uh, grandmother who passed away quite recently. And so, and, you know, with this, with um, this the stupid virus that's been going on a lot of people in Europe have lost grandparents so maybe this could you know people could relate to that in that way but um yeah I'm hoping that this um like you I'm also hoping that this gets uh at least a respectable result at least so um yeah yeah no I'm with you on the grandparents thing Kylie um Oh, thank heavens! My my granddad didn't pass away from COVID, but um, yeah, he passed away in May of last year, and obviously never wasn't able to go to the funeral, of course. Oof. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, gosh, he blessed me. He had um, cancer, but um, you know, it was just obviously, sadly, one of those people that just mm-hmm. was affected by by the whole pandemic, like so many of us were. Um, and that's probably where I get my my personal feeling towards this too, because the lyrics just explain it all, all there. Um, it's very touching and. Um, and he's such a sweet boy for sing- singing about his grandma. Oh, Yeah, bless him. Uh, what about you, John? Yeah, well, I really like this too. Um, and as you say, a lot of people have assumed that this is going to finish last. Oh, um, that would suck. Yeah. Oh, um, now, the, th- the thing is, um, the, certainly the last three um, Spanish entrants um, were quite new and unseasoned artists and they, they didn't do so well, sadly. Blas is um, a seasoned performer and yeah. vocalist. Yeah. So he's he's got, I would say he's got an advantage. Um, and he's certainly going to sing this impeccably, I think. I can't wait um, for... The high note, the high notes towards the end of the song, which I think mm. is a real moment. Yeah. And um, as long as um, the staging and the sound mixing goes in Spain's favour, I think they, I think they should be okay. Um, if if they if they do finish lower than twentieth again, then you know they've done their they've they've done their best. What. Um, yeah I I really like this God I tell you what if Spain do come in the 20s again um, you know goodness knows what RTVE are going to feel out of this Um, where where they go from this because it almost seems like they've um, they've exhausted a lot of ideas yeah Uh, and you know, and the Spanish fans, as we, as we, as all three of us know, and many of the, <laughs> many of the listeners, we know they're psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> to say bit the harsh. least, bit harsh, <laughs> bit harsh. Yes, yeah, well, we we love you, Spain. Obviously, um, dedication all to it. God bless you all. Uh, but um, you know, even when in Lisbon, when we know. Um, when we knew that the two guys were um the, the guy and the girl were, were not going to do very well um out of it oh my god they were just not only because of the the close proximity to spain is to portugal but uh you know it was like they were computer enhanced almost <laughs> <laughs> the fans i meant <laughs> dedication where it's due you know god love them but um you know they as, I'm sure RTVE are just wondering how on earth are they going to move on uh, next year uh, if Balazcantor can't can't get out of the twenties. God, I hope so. They, I hope they do. Yeah, the, yeah, it's quite Keep interesting trying. conundrum. Conundrum, yeah, because you know they've tried almost every trick. It's just kind of like, well. <laughs> Like, what can we try next time? Morella, contigo, yes. <laughs> <laughs> contigo. Oh. Um, 
I'm, I'm not so worried about Spain. I think they'll just keep trying. I'm, I'm more worried about another country. Oh. Um, which, which will come to shortly. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. I'll be interested to hear this. Okay, so um, shall we give Spain a score then? Mm-hmm. See? See? Okay, so... um. Oh, oh, I forgot. I, it's been it's been a while since I did Spanish and Duolingo, but I give Spain tres puntos. I think that's how you. Say, I think that's it's, it. Yeah. It's muy it's muy muy similar to um, Italiano. So. Oh okay. Yeah, just add an S on the end and we're good. <laughs> so so yeah, this is a free for me. <laughs> <laughs> so not want, not wanting to stink up the results or anything, but it would have been a four. But with my um, class of twenty twenty bonus points, it's a full five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, love you. Ah, <laughs> oh, see, si, Senora. Um, ah, right. Uh, cinco puntos. For España. Uh, so that's five points. <laughs> oh, See. yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Five. Okay. And, the and here's that... where it all comes crashing down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know where this is going. <laughs> oh, no. Don't, don't, don't. Oh. <laughs> the, pu- uh, the <laughs> public give it a two out of five. <laughs> oh, oh, boo. Boo. Haters. <laughs> yeah. Go talk to the wall because the faith ain't listening. <laughs> Potato's gonna potate. Oh, hang on. Let me just go through the. Um, gonna give cut, it a tea. Cut this awkward bit out, but so I'm just looking for an appropriate um, sound clip. Oh, sound clip. Oh, what, yes. about, uh, what about the Price is Right one? Oh, <laughs> Have you got hang that on. Where, one? Is where, oh, where is it? 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 Uh, oh, the, oh, oh, I just had it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> You can see why I I requested that one, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's the American version of Prices Right, just to mention. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no Brucey in sight. Oh. oh no. I used to watch no. that every week. Oh, you can yes. still watch it on Challenge. <laughs> That's on every day. <laughs> and also play your cards right. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I caught a bit of play your cards right today, and they were, and um, they lost all their money. Oh yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, they went. Be... Uh, they went lower than a king, and it was an ace. Oh no! <laughs> I hate that when that happens. <laughs> That's cruel, isn't it? <laughs> it's just. Cruel. I know, right? Oh. I mean, they probably got over it by now. It was twenty-five years ago. But... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're getting way off track now. So um, <laughs> let's get back into it. Okay, songs, songs. Okay, so um, next up, United Kingdom. Les Royaumes-Unis. This is James Newman with Embers. Out of the embers, there's a fire burning for you. Yeah, there's something growing Out in the embers You are not 
Sean, you're starting. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm dreading this. Really? I'm abs- not. It's nothing to do with the song. I think the song's. I think the song's perfectly fine. And James Newman, brilliant. I'm just dreading what happens to this song because I, I, I feel like whatever happens, that the I feel like the BBC can't win this year. Um, oh no! You know, like any if we if we finish any lower than second, then oh Brexit. Uh, the vaccine, uh, whatever excuse, <laughs> and uh, I'm just uh, see because this this year the BBC are trying, and like you said with Spain, I'm not I'm not too worried about Spain. But if we do badly again, yeah, after all the after all the hard work we've put in, yeah, what? what what do we what do we do yeah like and, spe- and i'm and i'm not even though i really i even though i like this song i'm not seeing it as a front runner yeah and i'm i'm just i'm i'm a bit i'm just a bit scared to be honest with you yeah i totally understand what you mean and you know it's not to get too political um but um you know considering that don't get too political cool. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Forever. Uh, my winner of 2019 Aww. yes yeah um, haters but... gonna hate <laughs> yeah uh, haters gonna hate um but um as i was saying um because um recently um the Top, the top dogs at the BBC have been um, occupied by um, by um, friends of the um, twats who are in the UK government right now. Pardon my French. Um, I'm, I'm a little you, you bit... could have said see you next Tuesdays, but you didn't. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, it, it took a lot of restraint to not say that word. <laughs> uh, um, but... Um, yeah, um, personally, um, in regards to the song, uh, this is probably the most um, contemporary song we've sent in a long time, and yes, um, I agree with that. And I think this song mm-hmm. absolutely bops. Um, it, it's it's quite refreshing to have a send an up tempo song and not be a stupid joke for once. Um, oh yes, yes. <laughs> Everybody dance. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, and um yeah, like as long as we're out of the twenties and we get a half decent result, I'll be fine. Um yeah, yeah I'm I'm just hoping you know that something doesn't go wrong, like we mess up the staging again or something like that, because otherwise I don't know what the hell's going to happen. I fear it'll be something bad. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this song, and I wish it the best, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what can I add from that, guys? I I share my nervousness about the results of this song because I quite agree with both of you. It is 
a very good song. It's one of the best that we've sent. A very competitive song, I think, as well. But I do fear about the final result. Um, again, anything in the 20s would be a bit of a kick in the backside, I think. Yeah. Big time. Um, even if we just managed to replicate Bonnie Tyler's Believe in Me result in 19th, or even Molly's 17th, or, you know, or Lucy's 15th, you know, I think any of that would be almost a a, a respectable result, maybe. Uh, but I, I think it does uh, deserve to be in the high teens. Yeah. I, at least personally um because i feel like it's it's a great song it's a good party song it's what exactly what we all need after this horrific last 365 plus days yeah and we all just need a big pickup um but yes of course our standing internationally politically at least has been diabolical uh, <laughs> hence why, hence why i'm standing for a change um Yay. so um, <laughs> I've got, I've got to the point where I want to do something about it now. I'm fed up with moaning about it. But, <laughs> yes, um, but, but on to that another time. Uh, but, you know, I if the, you know, the thing that we're all fearing is that the BBC will pull out of the Eurovision Song Contest. If they ever do I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Yeah, you know what's going to happen. People are going to go, ah, oh, ITV, ITV, ah, oh, X Factor, X Factor, use that, use that. And <laughs> it's not, no, no. But we do not mention that show on this podcast. <laughs> no. Do you know, I was listening to Shane Ward, I, <laughs> Shane Ward's uh, album the other, um, earlier today. That's quite random, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yes. When he was on Corrie, it was nice. Uh, but, he was on Corrie? Um, yeah, he was. A few huh. years ago, though. Yeah. Huh. Still as fit as usual. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I can see. You know what's going to happen. Uh, S4C are going to jump on it. <laughs> You know, uh, BBC Alba are going to jump on it up in Scotland, you know. and I would, uh, I would love that. Welsh or, or, or Scottish Gaelic for the win. Yay! Yeah, I, d I do, because they'll, they'll jump at that. I mean, my goodness me, bless them. You know, S4C did with Junior um, when the BBC couldn't be bothered or ITV couldn't be interested to return. Uh, to the Junior Eurovision Song Contest, but at least you know, Wales made the effort. Yeah, okay, the results weren't the greatest, but they made the effort and put the Welsh language on an international stage. Yay! Um, and the Scots did too um, at the Eurovision Choir of the Year. You know, that's just amazing. Great mm. stuff. And I just hope that maybe the Northern Irish broadcaster, Ulster TV, might be able to take it up for Northern Ireland. I don't know. But if that's the case, I'm... I'm I'm going to be um, Irish again and just, um, you know, hope and pray that Leslie um, does well, which I do anyway for RCE. I really do. Uh, <laughs> obviously, because I'm half Irish. Uh, but uh, Leslie, Leslie for Saturday. Yay! Yeah, Leslie for Saturday. Hashtag. Because it's a foregone conclusion that Senit's going to go to the Saturday. Uh, be better. She, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she better. Or else. Yeah. <laughs> 
we'll get angry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's leave for Saturday, definitely. But anyway, yes, I hope this is going to do well. I, I, it should do. I think it should do. But I worry, and of course, I think we're all feeling the same way. Each British Eurovision fan. Yeah. <sighs> well. Yeah, I mean, for what for what it's worth, if if it doesn't do well, I don't think I don't think the Beeb would pull out. No, I just think I, I just think it would be a blow, um, you know, because we we do we do we are blessed with a with a delegation at the moment who yes is is working hard and wants to do well, and they are looking to put us back on the left hand side yeah. of the scoreboard, and that's I think that's what they're hoping with this song, I. I hope that they they achieve that. Um, I'm not even going to predict. I, I'm, what will be will be. Okay, so um, uh, shall we give the UK a score? Why not? <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to give it a four. Um, four, yeah. I shall also give it a four. And the public, give it a three out of five. Eh, could have been worse. Yeah, we've had worse. <laughs> Haven't we over the years? Christ, oh, good guys. God. <laughs> not, not last, at least. No. Okay, so last but by no means least, we come to this year's host entry. The Netherlands. This is John Go McRoy with The Birth of a New Age. interesting interesting post entry i think um you know you know i don't want to make the comparison between last year but um it's it's quite nice that he didn't try to do a rehash of a song that i considered to be quite a special entry and instead he did something a bit more upbeat and um something that um pays more of a homage to his origins because of course he's um he's uh originally from well i don't don't think he i don't i'm not sure if he was actually born in suriname or just has surinamese parents or, or i don't know but anyway he has surinamese origins so uh like it's really nice and refreshing to have a song in eurovision that um <clears throat> brings something it brings a new sound into into this contest and um and i again don't want to get too political but um obviously um there's a there's been a little bit of debate because you know in the past 12 months we've had the black lives matter debates and stuff like that and um you know some um we've had some really good articles on the fan blogs uh i think ESC extra was one of them uh, uh talking about um <laughs> the subject of black lives matter and eurovision which is quite interesting and um obviously there's going to be a 
there's obviously there's a few been a few idiots in the fandom who's kind of like oh this kind of thing has no place in a eurovision music competition and it's just like (gasps) well most of western europe has a colonial history and so it so you know what so obviously we're going to have people um wanting to bring some of their um cultural heritage to to the european music scene and you know it is like i don't see what the freaking problem is i mean i know personally i've like been having some some very deep thoughts because i'm pretty much a a product of colonialism because you know i was born in new zealand half of my my dad's side of the family come is is from uh, is from new zealand and stuff like that and you know you know i've been you know i've been thinking about you know the situation with new zealand's history with the maori people and stuff like that and how because mm. Because most of my heritage is Northwest European, I kind of feel like a little bit like a bit of um, an, an an a descendant of invaders in a way. You know, even though you know I call New Zealand my, I, I'm proud to be a New Zealander and that proud that I was born there. But it's just I feel a little bit awkward as a mostly white person. You know, being you know you know you know my 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 ethnicity is not native to new zealand and it's just kind of like an interesting conundrum but that's i won't go too much about it because i don't want to drag this um conversation down into um to a big debate about ethics and stuff like that but um yeah it's really refreshing to have something like this in Eurovision and even have a bit of the Saran and Tongo in there as well. Like, like you know, the you know the Netherlands has a big Surinamese um, population, and I, I think we all know Izana from. Um, she used to write for a Eurovision blog, but has since been doing delegation work as well. Um, you know, she, she, she's a she's a friend of mine from the Netherlands who has Surinamese origins, and obviously she's really excited to have her culture and heritage represented in the Eurovision final and um you know you know what's the freaking problem let these people have their fun for crying out loud you know and um yeah I, I, I yeah I, I really I, yeah I'm I'm really happy that this, this entry is here yeah so that's I'm gonna shut up now <laughs> Oh, no need to, Kylie, because I think you you bring you do you do bring up a very um, interesting talking point, but also one that I believe needs to be talked about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know, and yes, maybe yeah, this podcast maybe might not be the great platform for it, but I, but after what you've you've mentioned, which um, other Eurovision fans have sort of mentioned that this type of song has no place on the Eurovision stage I think is just you know um, that needed to be said that you know that that's happened and uh, it needs to be addressed because 
Eurovision, the Eurovision Song Contest isn't just for one piece of piece of music. It's not just for one type of genre. Exactly. It's for it's anything and everything. Uh, so many countries of Europe are like our own, and um, and the French, the Spanish, the Portuguese, the Dutch, the Danes. You know, the list goes on. The Italians as well. We all have colonial pasts. We have an empire's past, and I and of course many Eurovision countries have gone back to that and brought that to the Eurovision stage. And just notably, of course, we can all think off the top of our heads of France in 1990, 1991, yeah. 1992, um, almost a bit in 93, but that was for Corsica technically. But, you know, and that really worked for a uh, for them. And I'm not too sure if Suriname is, is the former Dutch. Uh, I'm it is. pretty sure. It is. Ah, oh, there you go. So I, d I never knew that um, Suriname was a former Dutch um, um, empire state or colony, shall I say, in South America. That's quite interesting. But regardless of all of that, I think it, this does deserve to be on the stage, of course. I much prefer uh, Jean Gu's uh, song this year than last year. I know Ooh. that might be a bit of a controversial moment there. Uh, <laughs> I really do uh, enjoy this and uh, I, I struggle with it too. You know, the, the, the end result. I hope that uh, Europe don't um penalize it for its uh its um it's for its traditional musical roots um and that shouldn't be um shouldn't be like that uh so i hope i hope i hope to goodness me that, that europe vote for this objectively they've got a great uh running order placing in 23rd yeah so almost towards the end of the night and um Gu comes across very genuine, very uh, engaging, a young 27-year-old lad. Uh, and I'm sure the Dutch are going to put on a great, great show uh, for this song and with the, the whole Eurovision itself. So I'm sure it will do the Dutch proud. I worry about, um, as you quite rightly mentioned, Kylie, about the... Um, how Europe are going to uh, react to this. But anybody who wants to call this out and saying it doesn't deserve to be on the Eurovision stage, they need to take a real good look at themselves. Yeah. And understand, you know, the makeup of the world and open your eyes and see it for what it is, is a beautiful place. What about you, John? Yeah, Dutch is um, still the official language in Suriname, I believe. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Um, cool. I, I think that um, this is what the host countries in Eurovision should do, really. Step outside of, of the box, out of, outside of the ordinary. And most importantly, um, give your artists full creative freedom to sing their own story, really. Yeah. 
which is which is what they've done. Um, I haven't got much to add really to what both of you have said. Um, it, um, this song um, probably isn't going to be among my top favourites, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the performance on the night. And I, I, I think it'll be um, a it has potential to be a real magical moment. Um, that's all I have to say, really. Okay. Mm. So, cool. um, so um, everything else on the Netherlands before we give it a score? The last score of this um, year's review? Oh, we made it. Yay! Okay, so I'll take that as um, let's move on. Uh, signal. Okay, so I'm going to give this a four. Um... I'll give them a three or three in Dutch. <laughs> a three for me as well. It's a three. Yeah. And the public also give it a three. Okay. So let me just give me a second while I, um, so what I'll do. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to announce who came? Oh, sorry. Uh, do you want me to announce who came bottom and top of the six songs, or do you just want to go straight to the overall scores? I'd like I'd like to know who who won and who didn't win. Today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So um, I won't reveal the points just yet, because so, it might spoil for when we do the overalls. But um, uh, coming in last out of the six songs uh, to go direct to the final is Germany. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Yendrik. <laughs> and I don't uh, have hate for you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the song that came top out the six was France. No, hey, surprise. Très bien. Okay, so let me just um, stop being so slow, computer. Come on. Um, Oh, there we have go. you got another magic button, Kylie? Yeah, I have got a magic button. I'm just going to press it now. There we go. Oh, <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> Twice in a one show. Goodness me. Okay, so um, hmm, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> okay, so um, so all the scores are in. So what I'll do is we'll do. Oh, oh, okay. Um, there's quite a few ties, just to warn you. So, <laughs> okay, oh, so we'll <laughs> no. power through. Okay, so first of all, we'll do the bottom four. Um, okay. There's a Ooh. couple of ties here. Okay, so in joint third last, we are two countries with eight points. The, <sighs> the first one is Norway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all the Kano fans are I'm, loving that. I'm, 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 I'm saying nothing. It should have been Rayleigh, damn it. <laughs> anyway. and, and, uh, and the second um, song in joint food, last, joint food bottom place with eight points is Germany. Oh! <laughs> oh. Oh, indeed. <laughs> and we've got a joint last place. We've got two countries with seven points here. Um, the first one in joint Ooh. last place is Poland. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Do you know, it's funny, my, a friend at work, because um, I've got lots of lovely Polish uh, bus drivers at, at my work, um, know of Rafael, and they're actually quite shocked at how bad the song is, because he's <laughs> got, like, he's had lots of good songs. And this one in particular, they're all written by Swedes, aren't they, this yeah. year? Oh, yeah. I, heard, I heard an amazing thing about this song. Oh, go um, on. Recently. Uh, you probably read the article, but um, <laughs> the ride was um, originally submitted for Melody Festival. Then, yeah. Oh God! But, um, they missed the deadline. Whoops! <laughs> I found that hilarious because in the review, I actually <laughs> called it a Melfest reject without knowing if it was. I just assumed so because I knew that it was all Swedes written it, so I just, just assumed, oh, it must be a Melfest reject. Turns out it was. <laughs> well, if you if you miss the submission date, send it to Poland. <laughs> just ask or, Margaret, hey? Or as they used to in the good old days, Latvia. <laughs> oh. True. <laughs> <laughs> By the, way, why, by the way, why hasn't Martin Rolinski tried for Poland? Like, I know, do something about it, TVP. Yeah, yeah. get him on the on the line. Yeah. Okay, sort him out. So anyway, as um, just to get back to the scores. Who's the other one? Yeah. So yeah. Um, the <laughs> other song in joint last place with seven points is Finland. Oh, oh God. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I can believe that, but I could imagine there are a few other Eurovision fans online who are not going to like that. Nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, tweet us your hate mail at uh, ESC Pulse. Um, no, don't. don't. <laughs> um, yeah, I should point out that my bottom two are uh, both in the ESC Pulse bottom two. <laughs> oh. Oh boy! Okay. I can't tell you who my bottom bottom one is because you'll probably scream at me, you guys. But anyway, we'll leave that for another time. Maybe okay. after this. <laughs> well, you can, you can, well, tell us off off air. Yeah, I'll tell you off air because I don't want to. I don't want hate mail. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, in more positive news, let's move on to the top. Okay. Yay! So, um. Yeah. So um, I was going to do a top 10, but because there's quite a few ties, we'll just do a top 8. Okay, so in joint 5th place are four countries with 17 points. <laughs> yeah, I told you oh, there were quite I, a few ties. This is, how I, this is a lot of high-scoring art, artists. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, uh, first um, song of the four in joint 5th place is San Marino. Yeah. Justice. The second one with uh, 17 points is Czech Republic. Yay! Oh. Even, even more justice. Yay! Yeah. Nice surprise. Uh, the third one... We, I... we are not sleeping on that song. No. No, I know you guys aren't. I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know. I know. <laughs> okay, so uh, the third song of the four with uh, 17 points is Switzerland. Oh, okay. Maybe. And and the fourth one with seventeen points is Italy. Okay. See, si, signorini. 
Signore e signori. Allora, allora. Allora. Uh, okay, so in joint third place, we have two countries with 18 points. The first one is Ukraine. Oh, oh brilliant. That's nice. I wasn't I expecting that. that. No. No, I, I, I wasn't either, though I'm glad to hear that because um, I think, again, that's one that I think people are sleeping on and yeah. aren't, aren't really uh, understanding that actually probably going to get a good response uh, yeah. on, the, on the night, definitely. It better. Mm. It better, <laughs> otherwise I'll be mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same here. Okay, and uh, the second song in joint third place with 18 points is Bulgaria. Hooray! Yay! Okay, we'll just swiftly move Radio on. Radio silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, if any of you guys have seen my Twitter, um, then and, and then seen my comment, um, yeah. That, moving, um, on. Moving, on, moving on. Moving on, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Growing up is getting old. <laughs> Oh, it really is. <laughs> okay, so we have a tie at the top between two <gasps> countries, oh. Oh. both with 19 points. Oh. So the first one is Lithuania. Yeah! Mm -hmm. And the second one is France. Oh. Well, we're going to have to decide, aren't we? Because... <laughs> Last time we couldn't decide. No, we had a three-way <laughs> so tie. We just, we just let them all win. In fact, we should probably do something about that retrospectively. But for now. <laughs> um... Okay, oh, so um, thankfully we've got to decide between two. So there's no chance of a, another situation like that. So, <sighs> so tiebreak is we've got to pick which one of the two that we prefer. And... The one with the most votes out of the three of us will be our official winner. So, okay, so I'm going to go first. I'm going to go for Lithuania because it's my third place. Hmm. Who goes next, Kylie? Uh, John, you go next. Can I take it to deadlock? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, Kieran, you, you, you no, no, um, I, uh, I, my head, my head says Lithuania, my heart says France, um, but I think I'm going to give it because they're probably not going to win any of any of our other reviews, um, <laughs> ret, ret, retro at least. Um, I'm going to give it to Lithuania. Hey, there we go. <laughs> and just to confirm, Kieran, you would have gone for. Lithuania. Yay! That's my number one. <laughs> Yay! Vilnius 2022. Woo! Ooh, oh, or Kaunas. That, so that would be you... cool, wouldn't it? So there you go. Well done, Lithuania. You are the winner of the ESC Polls 2021 review. And um, that's it. That's the <laughs> review done. So what's next now is just um, we got some rehearsals and um, and then we'll be back in Eurovision week to do some live streams to 
uh, make semi-final predictions and react to results and stuff like that. So it'll be quite exciting. So, um, yep. Uh, before we head off, uh, just to give a thank you once again to Kieran. I'm pretty sure we'll have you at some point during the off-season, either on the ESC Pulse podcast or on the Offbeat spin-off. Uh, so, oh. um, yeah. Oh, thank you. It's been amazing. Lovely to hear from you guys. Lovely to hear all of the previous uh, review episodes. Um, it's been lovely spending some time with you guys as well. And oh my God, Eurovision is coming! <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a superstar. <laughs> sorry, John, what was that? I'm sorry. We're nearly there. <laughs> we are, aren't we? Oh. oh, unbelievable. Okay, so um, uh, thank you very much to everyone who's been listening. Uh, be sure to check us out on our website, ESCPulse.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. So, yep, the next time you'll hear from us will be in May during Eurovision Week. So until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.